in the name of the crucified and risen Christ. Hey, good morning. I know you were expecting something a little more exuberant, something along the lines of, Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. But we started the service that way, which I loved. Plus, we just heard the angel say it. Well, not the Alleluia, but he did say, He is risen. I decided I'd rather start with Jesus. Those who know me know I often decide that. Besides, Jesus' first words on Easter morning are pretty remarkable. Good morning. I know that's not what the text says. It says, greetings with an exclamation point. The older translations say, hail, also with an exclamation point. Both of those sound a bit more like what we'd expect. But just a little research reveals that upon seeing the women leaving the tomb, what Jesus said was what you'd say if you ran into a friend on the street. Hail, probably closer to hey. Greetings, just a glorified translation of good morning. That alone must have unnerved the women. And these are seriously tough women. Unlike the other disciples, the women witnessed the crucifixion. The men went into hiding after Jesus' arrest. These women stayed all the way through, waiting even after Jesus was dead, waiting until Joseph of Arimathea took his body down from the cross and then laid it in his own new tomb. These women could handle a lot. What threw them, and I expect throws us, is the very idea of the man they saw tortured and murdered, alive and greeting them as if it was an ordinary day. Hey, good morning. No wonder the translators jazzed it up. But the power is in Jesus' straightforward words. The notion of resurrection, of Jesus raised from the dead and the claim that his resurrection is the promise and assurance of our own resurrection is outlandish, extreme, inconceivable to us. We all know that our days are numbered. Though, thankfully, the exact calculation of those days eludes us. When those we love die, we often wish there had been a few more days, or a few more months, a few more years. Many here today, I know, come with fresh or reawakened grief that makes the flowers and songs more an occasion for tears than delight. I get that. But what Jesus wants us to get 
is that God refuses to be bound by our calculus. All this week, we've been delighted by the sudden blooming color of the magnolias, cherry trees, and forsythia. Now we know they'll bloom, they always do. But when the blossoms burst forth, it still surprises us, still awes us. We know how babies are born, or most of us here do. Yet when a loved child is healthily birthed into this world, or adopted children are welcomed into their parents' arms for the first time, it still feels astonishing because in a clearly broken world, bursting beauty and new life born of love is astonishing. Turns out some of God's love and grace is built into the seasons of the earth and sometimes into the seasons of our lives. But we think that's as far as it goes. Sure, we hope and pray that God's faithfulness and maybe a little of our own will get us through the hard days. But even when we are grateful for a death that ends terrible suffering or egregious sin, we still feel like death has the last word every time. Then Jesus says, good morning. Hey, the women, those stalwart, steadfast women fall to the ground and worship him. They've never done that before. It is, by the way, the right response. But Jesus then tells them to get up and go tell the others, which is to say the disciples hiding in a locked room somewhere in Jerusalem, to also get up and go to Galilee. He plans to meet them there. If we wrote the story, we would, as someone once suggested, probably have Jesus turning up in front of Pilate with a few questions of his own. We might even have him go to the high priest's palace and pronounce some judgments on the one who judged him. But thankfully, God is in charge, not us. Judgment and payback are our categories, not God's. God would far rather have those who attempt to love God, even if haplessly or half-heartedly, God would far rather that they come to know that love matters most matters eternally, and death does not win. So where does he want to meet them? Galilee. Galilee, where Jesus grew up and was raised. Galilee, where Peter and Andrew, James and John, and all the rest of them first heard Jesus' call. Galilee where Jesus cured Mary Magdalene. Galilee, that place where they all first knew the love of God in the midst of what seemed to be ordinary, predictable lives, because it's there 
that transformation began. Jesus, the risen Christ, wants to meet you here today in your real life. But if you meet him and hear him calling your name, perhaps, or saying, good morning, that will not be the end of it. Because when you encounter the living Christ, whether in the Eucharist, we will soon share, in your prayers, walking down the street, or bent over in sorrow, your life will change. Love without end does that. Jesus starts where we are, always, but he never leaves us there, not ever. God's love for us took Jesus to the cross, willingly to take into his body the consequences of the pain, the sin, and all the deadening calculations that so mar human life. That same love overcame sin's death-dealing power and raised Jesus from the grave. God's inexhaustible love promises us that we too shall know eternal life at the end of our days, but also right now. Because if death is not the last word, we can, we must live differently. Taking risks we never thought possible, unbolting the doors where we hide, whether from ourselves or from those we judge or fear. Taking the assurance of new and everlasting life into our dealings with our families, our colleagues, our city, nation, and world. As we become braver than we thought possible, more hopeful than seems reasonable, and more loving than seems wise, the image of God will become visible in us. The image of Christ will become visible in us, in you and in me. Now that, I think, is worth shouting about. So I'm going to start, but I am confident that you know the response. Hallelujah! Christ is risen! Hallelujah indeed. Amen.